Welcome back to the Craft Brew Film Review, or the CBFR Podcast. Yes. <laughs> this is actually a special edition episode. Um, we're not actually talking about Oscars or the box office winners this week. Uh, we're bringing you a special offshoot where we do commentary mm-hmm. on random films. Uh, whether it's films that we grew up enjoying, or like, uh, quote-unquote, the films that made us. Or just random <laughs> for the fuck of it. <laughs> Trademark the films that made us. Um, so yeah, just the the idea is you'll be able to if you enjoy listening to our luxurious voices. Luxurious? That's not a good word. Lustrous? Maybe lustrous? Know. I don't know. What are you doing? <laughs> the sexy baritone. Um, <laughs> no, if you if you like you know our podcast and enjoy kind of discussing films and everything with us. Um, or listen to us discuss films, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, the idea is that you'll be able to have this podcast playing, uh, whether you're doing, you know, on a podcast platform uh, or YouTube for the video, uh, and be able to hit play at the same time as us, and we'll watch a movie together, and you'll hear us discussing whether it's uh, random behind-the-scenes stuff or, like, did-you-know kind of items that we've mm-hmm. looked up and everything, or maybe there's... Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, errors in the film where somebody messed something a little, up little goof yeah, yeah it's it's, it's our own little little dvd commentary yeah uh, maybe we'll just make some jokes you know whatever um this week though we are talking about masters of the universe the cult classic yes <laughs> i don't know about you but i grew up with the cartoon i i, I grew up the with the cartoon the and this film this, i I, yeah. I recall when i was when i was younger so this came out in 1987 Mm-hmm. And I recall going to a particular VHS rental store called Video Vendor mm-hmm. in town where we lived. And we would go seemingly daily to to grab random, you know, G.I. Joe and um, Joe. Uh, Captain Power was another one that we used to do. That's the movie that I was going to have us watch. Yeah, um, which was, uh, funnily enough, directed by Gary Goddard, who mm-hmm. was the uh, same guy here. Um, and Masters of the Universe was was one of those films that we would get seemingly every couple of days. Because back yeah. then, like, you could rent it for, you know, four or five days or whatever, but we would blast through it in a day, take it back, pick it back up a couple of days <laughs> later, and just do that whole cycle all over again. Did you never thought about getting, think about getting your own copy? No. Really? No. <laughs> Back in those days, like renting, it was one of those um, catch twenty two things because renting seemed super cheap at the time, mm-hmm. but purchasing an actual VHS tape was incredibly expensive. Yeah, I don't know that we actually had the the actual purchased VHS tape because we I had this movie growing up, uh, but it was in like a a a, a black almost like the, the the blockbuster cases that you would close and they clip close. Yeah, yeah. But it was like almost like aftermarket ones you yeah. buy. Like mm-hmm. it didn't have Masters of the Universe stuff on it. And it was like a re-recorded tape that you put like the little tape at the end to say what the movie is. Yes, yes. Um, so I don't know if my dad ripped this off <laughs> or what. But yeah, like I watched it all the time too, but I had my own copy. Back, back in like for, back in the 80s for VHS tapes, like the only like copyright protection that they had on those things was like that little tab in the lower left front of it. And if it if it had a tab there, you could record on it. But if it didn't have a tab, then it, it was like you couldn't do anything with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we used to take like electrical tape and cover that thing up and it would count as a tab. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, that's like the CD thing with, what was it, the Michael Jackson CD where he tried to stop people from being able to burn his CD and you just take a Sharpie and run around the edge. Yeah, and then you yeah have same, to burn his same CD. kind of stuff. <laughs> we, we were hackers back in the 80s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so Master of the Universe, as you already discussed, is uh, directed by Gary Goddard. Mm-hmm. And I did look up some of his other work. This was his for his directorial debut in feature films. Like he had done a bunch of like movies that go along with like rides at theme parks and everything like that. And that's, I guess how he got this, you know, film to work with. Um, but yeah, I looked up some of his other work and like the whole, like he wrote the, you know, Captain Powers Man, TV show. That, that was was like, I've never sh- seen those. Oh dude, that them. was the shit back in the day. So um, with the Captain Power stuff, like it had a VHS tape that mm-hmm. you would get, right? And it had like these, um, it was set in this futuristic time, not to get too far off topic, but just, I love this stuff so much. <laughs> um, it, it was set in this like post-apocalyptic, you know, time where this this character had taken over the world kind of thing. And you were part of the resistance flying these little planes or whatever. And the VHS tape had um, these uh, robots or drones that would fire like balls of light at you. And when you would buy it, you'd have a, a gun, like a light gun, in your living room, and you were kind of shooting at these things, and it would keep tabs of scores and stuff like that, which was mind-blowing for, like, the late 80s. Mm-hmm. It was super, super cool. You can find them on YouTube or what they look like. The the actual handheld units, are they're impossible to find anymore, but it was super cool to play with. Hmm. Yeah, I I don't know anything about that, but I did find the whole Captain Powers thing, and I want to enter. I uh, wanted to check into that. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I grew up with a cartoon. I had a few of the cartoon VHSs, and yeah, I have the same problem going on right now for some weird reason. A little bit of an echo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I hear you talking, and then like it's a delay. And Two I don't seconds know later, why. yeah, yeah. It's really disorienting. Yeah, just a little bit. Um, that's never happened before. It's crazy. Uh, but anyways. So we have Masters of the Universe. It had a production budget originally, I think, of like either 16 or 18 million. But they uh, ran into some issues when it came to trying to complete the film. <laughs> they yeah. even got to the point that uh, Canon was uh, running out of money. And they were just like, you know what? Shut it down. And they're like, I, I haven't done the, the last battle scene yet. And they were like having to come up with money. And I guess uh, Mattel maybe didn't actually cough up the money when they were supposed to on time. To help with this so there's all kinds of issues but they ended up growing the production budget up to 22 million and according to what i found it only made 17.3 million at the box office they pulled it from the box office after three weeks really yeah okay um another tidbit for canon when they were making films uh during this time frame when they were filming it um the most prolific producer or uh of movies at the time was warner brothers and they had six movies in production at one time canon had 84 so they were Jesus. stretched really thin <laughs> well i did look up that apparently masters of the universe and superman 4 yes the, the, the movies that kind of peace. just ended their their production company they're mm-hmm. like we ran out of money we're done yeah we're done <laughs> they were folded into mgm like they they hung on for a little while and i think they were finally folded into mgm in 93 or 94 okay yeah, well, so to those that don't know, um, this is based on a toy line from Mattel, uh, He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. I actually had these action figures as I a little did kid. as well, yes. Uh, and they had a, a, like a lot of toys back then, they had a cartoon that was out that kind of advertised the toys like Transformers and uh, obviously He-Man that we're going to mm-hmm. talk about. 
um, other stuff like GI Joe and everything like that. So a lot of these brands were actually toys before they were the cartoon that it blew up into being. Yeah, the the cartoons were used to like advertise the toy lines. Exactly. At, least, at least they were for like Transformers and stuff yeah, like that. Exactly. Um, so this is the cartoon. I actually had a number of the VHSs, and I they weren't bootleg VHS. They were the real ones because they had the sleeves and everything of He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. So I grew up watching this show. Um, it stars uh, Dolph Lundgren. Lundgren. I, I hate pronouncing his last name. Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> As He-Man. In his second movie. Yeah, it was his first feature starring role. Yeah, like, he, he was in Rocky IV, I think Rocky IV. He played uh, But this is the first time that he was, like, the main guy. Um, and at the time, like, he had obviously very little acting experience. He... Did not speak the greatest English. <laughs> no, well, he was from Sweden. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> so, in this movie, like, you know, they had planned on dubbing over his audio with, you know, another person to get better, you know, audio on it. Uh, but I guess part of his contract was that he was allowed to do the first two or three tries. Yeah, just to get, to get it right. Audio. And he nailed it on the third. Well, nailed well, it. Well, it wasn't so much that. It was the fact that they didn't have any money. Yeah. So they were just kind of like, whatever, do the best you can because we got to get this out. Yeah, he, he did. He did. He, he got it on the third one. Like, it was it was acceptable enough to, to proceed. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it stars him as He-Man. Uh, yeah, Frank uh, Langella and Skeletor, uh, which is... Uh, both of those are fairly big names. Uh, then you have Courtney Cox as Julie in which... her in her like first movie. Was it her first? Yeah, because they um, she was in like this uh, Bruce Springsteen music video, mm-hmm. and they brought her in for to cast for this role for that reason. Like she was, you know, the the new all American girl, as it were. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she, this was her first like first movie. Yeah, so there is a Friends reference in this movie that we'll get to later. Um, You have Robert Duncan McNeil as Kevin. Tom Paris. Tom Paris. (laughs) There is a lot of Star Trek references in this movie, which we'll get to later. You have Chelsea Field as Tila. Mm -hmm. Uh, John Cipher as Man-at-Arms, or Duncan. Duncan, yes. Duncan. (laughs) Uh, James Tolkien as Detective Lubick. The, the bald police detective slash principal in every 80s movie ever. Yeah, we'll get to that, too. <laughs> um, and then Meg Foster as Evil Lynn. Man, dude, yeah. And essentially, it's the heroic warrior He-Man battles against the evil Lord Skeletor and his armies of darkness for control of Castle Grayskull, which is not a toy set that I had as a kid. I had a lot of the He-Man, and I had uh, Battle Cat and everything like that but i did not have castle grayskull i did i'm sorry but you I had did. castle grayskull I did. it you was baller <laughs> <laughs> i had that one and um yeah but it's it's always kind of fun to go through um like old vintage toy stores because mm-hmm. like you can see like all their he-man collection you're like oh i had that one and that one and that one <laughs> yeah 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 no definitely um i mean anyone who watches the podcast has probably seen that i'm into dorky stuff and that's just of what you can see you can't see all the stuff on the other walls um but yeah there's there's toys from back then that i'm just like man i wish i had that and mm-hmm. castle gray school's one i didn't have um there was the there was like a ghostbusters firehouse i think that you could play in i didn't have that i, I didn't have that one there was a bunch of gi joe stuff that i was missing but i did have the general that real big thing that mobile base or whatever that the was, thing that, was that cool. i had that was my like point of like yeah uh i i was a big ninja turtles fan and i had the technodrome 
Oh, uh, neat. Yeah. I had that. Uh, but of all the toys that I didn't get to have as a kid, that's why I have so many toys in this office. Um, but before we get started, oh, refresh. I need to uh, make a new drink here. Uh, a little uh, black cherry rum and Pepsi. Refresh. Uh, so let me get the, or I should say black cherry rum and cola. <laughs> Since we're not. <laughs> Anyways, uh, okay. All right. So we're going to get started on this movie. And to help everyone be able to watch this at the exact same point that we're watching it, I'm going to give you a countdown to us hitting play. And that is three, two, one, play. All right, so Masters of the Universe from 1987. Man, I was a whopping four years old. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was five. <laughs> but hey, I mean, I I this is one of those films that I'm like, yeah, it wasn't the greatest, but at the same time, it's it's way better than it deserves to be. Yeah, it's it's way better than it had any right to be. Exactly. I mean, it's super cheap. It's campy as hell, but man, it's fun. Mm-hmm. Oh no, definitely. Um, so, like, I I know I watched this a lot growing up, and happened to to rewatch it again. I was like, I'm remembering it from my childhood days, mm-hmm. and while it has, it, it takes a big step away from the cartoon. And what the show was, um, animated wise, it's it it like it makes its own thing. Like they focus just on the toys versus what the cartoon had done before it. And yeah, it, it's it's still pretty awesome. Yeah, it, it's it's a cheesy '80s <laughs> movie, but man, it's great. <laughs> so Castle Grayskull and the Sorceress, Sorceress looking out into the stars, <laughs> and this weird like northern lights thing they got going on <laughs> masters of the universe <laughs> i'll say this much dun, 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 the, the score dude it's bill conti bad. nailed this shit right not bad <laughs> man it, it it this was like the i mean aside from all its faults like i said i mean this is this is actually there's it's a cult classic for a reason yeah um soundtrack is awesome i mean dolph was Okay, I mean, I guess yeah. he's definitely not the uh, the star. Even no, he's the star of the film when it comes to it being master of the universe and it's about He Man. Yeah, whatever. He's not the actual star. Of no, this film. It, that's Skeletor. Oh, definitely, absolutely. Oh my god, yeah, Frank. So Frank Langella, yes, yes. Um, yeah, like I was reading that apparently, like, I guess he didn't really know even about what this was, but I guess his son loved the cartoon like like I did as mm-hmm. a kid. Uh, and loved Skeletor, and that's the whole reason that when he got offered this, he's like, "Fuck yeah!" <laughs> <laughs> well, what's um, and watching this movie, if you guys have never seen this, he he uh, Franklin Gell is a very very well respected established actor. He'd been yes. doing this for a long time. Um, the fact that one he even took this role, mm-hmm. awesome. Did it. This is his favorites for his kids, but he didn't like play it down. No, like, he like he, he like I'm gonna do he, I'm gonna do this. <laughs> yes, like he wasn't just like okay, whatever. I'm doing this like shitty B. Yes, this a paycheck. Like no, I'm gonna nail this shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so did you notice, or was it just me? I, like... I do have. I don't want to interrupt. I'm sorry, but just this introduction right here, where like it doesn't really show his face, but him just walking down this alley, like slamming the staff. Mm-hmm. Excellent introduction. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what they're mean is like there's a 
to me, like it took a lot from Star Wars. Oh yeah, it was influenced by that oh, hardcore. Yeah. Um, just with you know all his little like minions, they're they're stormtroopers. Yeah, they're no, they're robots. Well, yeah, but I mean, <laughs> look at them. They're they're black stormtroopers. Yeah. Dun dun oh, dun. Goodness. Show your face. Do it. So this is crazy. Evil in her eyes. Man, dude, yes. But that's the thing. Like, like apparently, a lot of people thought she was wearing contacts or something. No, her eyes. no, that's, just no, her, that, that's her. That's color. her legit. Like, um, when they were making this, like they they were tempted to cover, like, make her wear contacts just because her her eyes are so striking. And at the last second, they decided, no, let's just stick with it. It's like, yeah, your eyes look great. No, they're, dude, they're in, man. <laughs> and I'll say this, the makeup for Skeletor is fantastic. Yes. Like, you're trying to make his face look like a skull. And, I mean, this is 40 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this might just be the best skull makeup I've ever seen. <laughs> Uh, for um i did see when they were doing um makeup for the captain america the first avenger when they were doing the red skull makeup for hugo weaving that they were trying to avoid this this type of setup but i mean like didn't they use like some cg on him though to remove his nose uh when when the mask was all part of it yeah yeah i'm like no cg at all yeah this this was just straight prosthetics yeah to me i'm like it came out pretty damn good My forces. Now, <laughs> a critique I had of this film was like it just starting with him already, like having taken over Castle Grayskull. Uh, I thought that was a problem because it doesn't establish what Castle Grayskull is or why he's there. He just suddenly he's there. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, that's comparing the film to the storyline behind like the cartoons and everything. Which is not what this film went for, which is obviously why it takes place on Earth almost the entire time. Well, yeah. And and you can see in this shot here, this is actually like remote Wyoming. Is it? No. I, I didn't look up where it was actually at. No, it was in California. Oh, okay. They, they had some, they, they did some scouting for like some remote location in Idaho and Wyoming. Mm-hmm. Um, but because they didn't have any money for anything, they just decided, yeah, let's, let's just do this thing that's been in 30 other seven, you know, 30 other films. Yeah. And of course, the fact that you know it, it's He Man the whole time, and he has doesn't have his um, oh, I'm spacing on his name, Prince, whoever that he turns into when he doesn't have the sword. Oh hell, I don't. Hmm. Yeah, I'm spacing on what his name is, but like he's he's a little like you know short, little kind of non muscular prince right. of this royal family. Prince until he has the sword. But yeah, look, you have the stormtroopers that are shooting lasers and they can't hit him, and he's like blocking it with his lightsaber yeah i've been looking for you (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry i couldn't help it i'm dolph is a lovely person but i'm pretty damn smart too Uh, he has a master's or doctorate in chemical engineering yeah i thought it was a doctorate he's yeah he's a smart dude i never also like that if i recall tila is duncan's daughter yes but they never actually. Well, no, I think she actually. They says made Dad one once. Wef- one reference. Once. Yes, yes, you're right. But yeah, also there says here like he's like trapped by these guys and they save him. He falls on the ground. 
and then he just sits there all quiet so they can have their conversation. Mm-hmm. And then once their conversation over, then he finally then like, he, then he pops in. Oh, hello. I was Warwick Davis booked. <laughs> uh, also, like, so Gwildor is created to replace Orko, which was from the cartoon. He was too expensive to do. For was that this. what it was? Like, yeah, did, it was. It was Mattel a money thing. Allow... Okay, so it was a money oh, thing. Okay, so it was a money thing in regards to making him float and be a sorceress, or is the fact that they Mattel wouldn't allow him you to use or allow allow them to use Orko? Like, what no, was it? It, it wasn't that they weren't allowing him to use him. It was just too expensive to do it. So, so they created Gwildor. They could have just named him Orko and move on. So he doesn't float. Big deal. Yeah, but then they wouldn't see his face and he had the big red hat and everything. And everybody knows still, red hats are expensive. Be just the way he is and still be Orko. <laughs> it just made no sense to not have that name if you can use it. But again, like to me, I'm like, they're, obviously they're basing it on the toys and not the actual cartoon. But still, I'm like, there was no toy of Gwildor to this point. Just no. make him Orko. It, it, was, it was a completely original character. You're fine, He-Man. It's okay. This place is locked up better That's than a bank vaults. And then the little and then the little, little drop hole. Yeah. The <laughs> That's fine. There's some weird shit in here, yo. Oh my goodness. Would you like some soup here? Hold this. Yeah, what's fun is the fact that like when he's talking, half the time his mouth's not moving because of the, all the makeup on the front. Mm-hmm. He like had to move his mouth a lot to get the lips of the actual mask to move. So the actor here, I didn't actually mark down who it was, but I swear I know him from other stuff. Um, so the actor that played Gwildor here is named uh, Billy Batty. Yeah, I was like, I um, him from he he was a very well respected actor. Um, did a lot of work and started a an advocate group for um, actors with dwarfism. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually has a Hollywood star for his okay. contributions to to Hollywood and. That that group is, I want to say it's like twenty thousand strong right now. Okay. Even though he started it. Yeah, because like it seems like most dwarf actors I know are like behind a bunch of makeup like this, or maybe they're inside of R two D two or right. you know stuff like that, where they're not actually like out in front. The only one that I really know fully well is Peter Dinklage because yeah. he's been able to make a, a career out of you know even though he's dwarf, he's not being forced to always play roles that play up the fact that he's a dwarf. Right. He just plays a role and it yeah. doesn't. Yeah. So he's a dwarf. Big fucking deal. He's yeah, he, a great he, he, actor. What key? <laughs> she stole the key. <laughs> oh God. Speaking of that key. Um, so apparently there was like three of those, I think that were made. And some of them still exist today. I want one. Apparently, their their worth has been listed as $6,000. To the point that I'm like, I almost want to pull $6,000 out of my ass to own one of them. <laughs> if it's a guaranteed, authenticated original, yes. Yeah. Yeah, there, uh, there's three of them made. Um, and I don't know if all three of them still exist, but I had seen that apparently they were worth about six grand. That, that, uh, seems, that seems comically low. For mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, but apparently they were extremely fragile and broke down easily. <laughs> so they had a, a special team of prop technicians that would uh, had to be at hand at all times to repair damage during filming. <laughs> yeah, in 2012, 
In 2012, they were valued at six grand each. So it's probably thirty-seven, forty, forty thousand dollars now. But I'm just like, six grand is a lot of money. But I'm like, I don't always want to own one just to be like, look at this motherfucker. I had the original. Uh, here's a problem. He just yelled, "Find the key," and we'll notice later on that they find out that he has another key. They Here, don't know he actually has a key yet. So how is he yelling, "Find the key"? Um, that's called a continuity error, Jeff. Yep. <laughs> Here's another issue I've had. Remember, sorceress, don't walk your knees. You're going to be standing there for a little while. <laughs> so the key, right? Um, it says Skeletor used the key in order to get into Castle Grayskull, and that's how he took it over. Why did he even need the key? He could have just gone through the caves that come out of Gwildor's apartment. They didn't know about them. But I'm just like, what's what's the point of the key if all these caves exist? Get into the caves and just walk in. They, they didn't know that there was a cave into under Castle Grayskull. That, so Gwildor is the only one that knew those caves existed? Perhaps. I have an interesting, interesting thing to bring up about her later, but I can't get to it yet. Of course. That skeleton key can... Flip and do anything. Come over here, three inches behind where you were standing. Maybe you should go behind the thing. I just love that. He's like, come over here. And it literally backs up three inches and starts working. It's a tarp. That's not exactly how I would have assumed Castle Grayskull would look, though, with all the brown marble. Hey, man, that's expensive. Was that uh, the only one that, as a little kid, had a crush on Eva Lynn? Dude, that's what I was saying <laughs> earlier. Like, her, her eyes are striking. Yes. I had a huge crush on her when I was a little kid <laughs> watching this movie. Something to be said about a powerful woman. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He plays this role so well. He is the highlight of this movie. Yes, by a, by a long shot. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, not only is he probably the best actor in this whole film, but I don't know if it was just that or did, like, he just put everything into this. Because, like, Dolph Lundgren has gone on record saying that, like, he hated the fact that he was playing a toy. Yeah. But it was also, like, his first major film role. Whereas, like, you know, he was a, uh, was it his Frank? Uh, he's a great great actor long yeah he, he's very very well respected so i'm just like is it just the fact that he's such a great actor as it is compared to everyone else in this film or was he also putting a little extra into it knowing that he's playing this role for his son it it depends i i that i don't know i know he's he said he took the gig and he actually he's he's confirmed it in multiple interviews that he said this was one of his favorite roles um, yeah, because how often you get to play something where it's like has such an impact on your your family, your children, and yeah. everything, you know? But I mean, you, I mean, it's it's a silly silly thing, but man, he played it straight. Like I'm not gonna ham it. Like yeah, it, it, like this this is gonna be like Shakespearean type shit. Yeah. So it's funny we mentioned these little like robot stormtroopers earlier. Apparently, Mattel had it in the contracts for this that. He-Man is not allowed to kill anybody, so that's why they made all these little robots for him to kill. They they did that. It's like the foot soldiers in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes, they <laughs> they did that about halfway through the movie, and like when they initially started doing it, 
it was one of those like he he can't kill he can't do anything bad because we want to sell toys and then it towards about halfway through the movie they completely changed their tune and they were like he it, he can kill everybody there can be like you know well because like there was a big drop in he-man yeah sales. like we need this to be a hit yeah so they completely changed their tune so her little voice going like the way it's like you know reverberated i guess i don't know what the word is for it um they do that a lot in this flick yeah it's it's because she was behind the energy shield but i mean they do that with her they do that with uh someone else later on a couple people actually yeah, that was kind of a neat thing, key, like the turn. the blaster bolts like going up and down and shit, like around the portal. Well, also, there's, I mean, they're, they're stormtroopers though; they can't hit anything. Yeah, but I yeah. love how like he's, you know, however many hundreds of feet away by this point, and he still fires his little grappling gun to get it. That was a hell of a shot, <laughs> right? One in a get trillion. It? Oh, fuck. <laughs> Them. <laughs> Fighting them. See, like, like you said, this is like, this movie is so much better than has any right to be. And yeah. you just find yourself just watching it. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's tough to like. I mean, yeah, because you get drawn into it. Find them. Now, this part I thought was funny. So everyone, like, flies forward like some really shitty Superman. Yeah. But then, like, He-Man just, like, has a, a weird little thing where he vanishes right... And it doesn't look right when he vanishes behind the, the leaves. <laughs> <laughs> Can't have him land but anything on his feet. Let him drown. Now, uh, <laughs> I'm curious. Was the person that was actually in there, like... Did they have somebody standing by just for safety, just in case? Like, they're like, action! Oh, shit, he's actually drowning. Oh, wait, no. Gotta save the little dude. Oh, that man almost drowned. That's funny. <laughs> Soft, I can't breathe. <laughs> I could have suffocated. You got See, that, that's not actually a line of dialogue. That's him actually bitching at the crew <laughs> because he was dying. <laughs> and then he's got to make it like my gills were clogged. Gills, you can breathe water, dude. <laughs> that threw me too. I'm like, he's talking about his gills. I'm like, then why are you choking? <laughs> We have to get back. I don't have any flipping clue, dude. The fact that we're not dead is a miracle right now. <laughs> I'm going to bitch about the key later on when it gets to the end of the movie. Just saying, the key can open a, a doorway to any place throughout the galaxy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That is what the established abilities of the key are. Oh, yeah. Also, <laughs> I don't know if this stuck out to you or not, but, uh, you know, they're from a, another world, right? So the idea is like minutes, hours, miles, kilometers, like they wouldn't necessarily have those same names, correct? Right. So the writer uh, got went out of their way to create other names for all these Cronons. things. Cronons. But because of that, they're saying that all the time, and they'll say these weird words like three times in a single sentence and i'm like 
that makes it stick out so much more than if you just been like, they're going to be here soon. Instead of, they're going to be here in .5 chronons. Right. I'm like, <laughs> just, hell, just use minutes. Who fucking cares? Nobody's going to notice that as much as all the shit that well, you're putting in there. Like, I, I mean, I'm, I was looking at this, like, out of all the planets that they could have ended on, they ended up on one where they could they could breathe. A moo cow? Yeah. <laughs> they could survive. It could be one without an atmosphere. Odds are it it shouldn't have been one with an atmosphere without an atmosphere. <laughs> you got it. Why are they the only ones left? Oh man, I might have. Oh, you're drinking straight with straight rum. <laughs> the source. Good journey. <laughs> that I actually didn't have much of a problem with. Like like that. That's kind of seemed kind of cool. Mo. <laughs> Mo. <laughs> Mo. 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 <laughs> Why is there a why was there a cow in the middle of the forest? I <laughs> <laughs> and there's Courtney it, Cox. It, it, it escaped from the rib joint. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no, no. All right, so <laughs> Courtney Cox is there, and I and this one was like, na 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 na. I'll be there for you. But here's the funny part: that character's name is Monica. <laughs> Seriously, listen. Her name is Monica. Yeah, I never got into Friends. I never did. Never enjoyed uh, it. Yeah, it's it's one of my sitcoms I enjoy. Like that's fine. To I me, want, like I my want... favorite sitcom is How I Met Your Mother. I fucking love How I Met Your Mother. Uh, but then it's like after How I Met Your Mother, it's um, Friends and The Office and Rules of Engagement. Right. Uh, but How I Met Your Mother is definitely like my favorite. The Office, I agree with. The other ones, not so much. But that's just me. Have you seen Rules of Engagement? Uh, parts of it, yeah. Yeah. Just just the Jeff character alone is like, I like that dude. <laughs> I'll be there for you. I want to go to Robbie's Could Ribs you, and shit. Look chicken. at all those cars. I'm like, I like all of those cars. This is a live hey, look. Hey, You got a bucket of chicken for me? <laughs> See, this is before he signed up for Starfleet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's also like, in an A-Team van. It's just painted the wrong color. Yeah, it's, he was a crappy high school get keyboardist, gave up on that dream, and enlisted in Starfleet. Well, I mean, if you don't have a hit album, you might as well go to Warp. <laughs> I got some free chicken. Well, shit, I'm going to take some free chicken. So, speaking of Star Trek, there's a, a lot of interesting things that link this to Star Trek. First of all, we've already seen Skeletor, right? Yep. That, like, Skeletor mask... Uh, that Frank's wearing uh, was actually used in Star Trek The Next Generation and Star Trek Deep Space Nine as the face of a skull-faced alien that Lieutenant Worf fights on the holodeck when he's training. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so like the exact same mask is used there. Uh, And then also Frank Langella, who obviously is Skeletor, he made a series of guest appearances on Deep Space Nine. Yeah, he he was a... a, um... Uh, what's the word? Collaborator. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Robert Duncan McNeil, who we just saw in the van, who plays Kevin, uh, he guest starred on The Next Generation before getting a starring role on Star Trek Voyager. Mm-hmm. 
and then in addition, right there, Tila, uh, Chelsea Field, she is actually married to Star Trek Enterprise cast member Scott Bakula. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Um, and just to round out the Star Trek stuff, which we haven't actually seen her yet, but there's an actress named Gwen Guilford who plays uh, Julie's mom, Courtney Cox. Julie's mom, uh, she is actually the real-life mother of Star Trek cast member Chris Pine. Huh. Mm-hmm. And what character did she play in this? Uh, she plays Julie's mom. Which oh, we'll, we'll get okay. To later on. okay. Okay, okay, okay. I'm like, all the Star Trek references, like, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> You're damn right. Yeah, Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, Voyager, the Star Trek movies, all fucking covered in this film. Here's your bucket of fried chicken. I already shotgunned the Jew that came with it. Now, this what is what throws me. So, they're, they're eating ribs and chicken, right? Yep. And she is like, both her, Tila, and Gwildor are like, wait, these are rib bones? These are a living animal? What the fuck? Uh, and I'm like, did, did, are you guys vegetarians? And if so, like, I, I don't know, just something about this seemed weird to me. That they just like seemed grotesque. Maybe maybe they were vegetarians on, the, on Eternia. Which is fine, but I'm like... Also, I'm viewing this as a person who eats meat. I'm like, how? The, what the hell did you think it was? <laughs> maybe that. Maybe it was like a... And also, when she's grossed out, she doesn't spit the food out. She keeps eating it. She just throws the rib away, but keeps eating what's in her mouth. Hmm. Accurate, maybe. No, I, no, I, I, I don't... I mean, it. maybe they were trying to throw in like a little joke kind of thing. Like, oh, mm. why do they put the food on these little white things? Yeah. But... Well, there's food in my mouth. So I'm gonna eat it. But I'm, if you're like, if you're like, oh my god, this is an animal. <laughs> you should be spitting it out. But she's just like, this is an animal. <laughs> it was really good. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, if you've ever had some good ribs, I mean, you don't spit that shit out. I don't know what this is. I feel really bad, but it's real good. <laughs> I was just at Arthur Bryan's eating ribs like two days ago. <laughs> Does that reveal the fact that I live in Kansas City? I don't care. I like other Bryant's. <laughs> there are multiple locations. Actually, they only have one. You're right. Of had all a, the, the big, well-known barbecue. Had, had a mail order. City, that one has had one location. Had a location. mail order. <laughs> that could be Russian. Don't touch it. But it's no a, damage caused. It's a when satellite. That's what it is. Do 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 do. Yeah. <laughs> now see, here's the problem. You're gonna you, you you buy this for six grand from whoever has it, right? And then you try to hit the key and it doesn't do anything. You're like, oh man, I, I would hook it up to like some batteries or some shit. Like, I, <laughs> dun, 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 I want to be like, bang, 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 bang. <laughs> That little, like, breastplate she wears, like, she wasn't able to sit down the whole freaking time she was wearing that. And apparently, like, I don't know if it, like, bruised her or caused some, like... Oh, that sucks. Yeah, because... 
So it caused her to like she had to like stand straight up and like kind of stick her chest out because mm-hmm. of the way it was built. He man, man, this was a different time. Dude in a loincloth and a cape walking around with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Welcome, seniors. seniors. <laughs> Around the world fantasy. Oh, illusions right there. Apparently, uh, the director, that was the name of his high school band. <laughs> illusions? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's a nice little throwback. <laughs> bow, 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 bow. Bow, Here, here's bow, bow. my Rhodes synthesizer. Bow, bow, bow. Sounds great. No, that was actually really, de- really, really bad. <laughs> <laughs> Steal this kick drum mic here. Test one, two, one, two. Let's see what this thing, like, when it's amplified. It's just the same shit we heard before, but louder. <laughs> it is interesting, like, they assume that's a synthesizer and everything, but I'm like, just, yeah, it, it creates, has, like, the little buttons to create music. But all the other shit on it, like, what the hell makes you think that's a synthesizer? It's one of those weird Japanese things. Because in the 80s, Japanese meant mystery. No, no, like, back in the, like, it was high-tech shit is what Japanese Mm -hmm. stuff was. Like, super high-tech, like, futuristic type of stuff. See, there's another one, a little robotic voice. They were all robots. Cyborgs. Oh shit, my bad. Time is of the essence. Let's get to this. Dun, da, 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 dun, did da, da, not dun. realize. Man, how did the beep, zoom factor beep. on this shit is like galaxies away? Because they had Google Maps, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than Apple Maps. It'll end up in a lake. <laughs> oh shit, that ain't the truth. I, I, I am an Apple fan. I have an iPod. Obviously, I have a Mac and all this shit. But when it comes to maps, I Blade. use fucking Google Maps. Sarad. I'm a lizard, bitch. <laughs> Happily named. <laughs> and Steve. And none of them and Steve. <laughs> and none of them are actually like characters from the cartoon. Blade. Laser. Well, yeah, we actually introduced those. Like uh, they were like lined up differently on the wall. And <laughs> so that means like one stepped out and then four and then two and then yeah. three. <laughs> Here's Blade. Laser. <laughs> Laser. Blazer. <This> gladiators. <laughs> And oh, that blade yeah. guy, apparently he was supposed to be in like some like weird outfit disguising his face and wearing like some rubber suit and all the chain mail and all that stuff. And he's like, well, all the stuff you want me to do swinging around a sword and everything. I was like, I can't wear all this shit. So he's like, how about I shave my head? Cool. <laughs> so he shaved his head and they, do it. they cut the sleeves off and they're like, all right, we're good to go. <laughs> but even so, like after every like scene, like the day of him shooting, he took off his boots and like dumped all the sweat out of his boots. Uh, gnarly. <laughs> It'll be fine. Right, I'm going to go hang out with my buddy, but I'll be back, I promise. Who the fuck's Carl? Yeah, Carl. What's up, Carl? Who's Carl? I've got a comment about Carl soon. Who's Carl? He's the janitor, bro. Oh. He cleans the shit. Sorry. <laughs> I just thought of a high school band trying to play for a dance. Like, How late does this dance start? Like, it's supposed to, supposed to happen tonight. The The sun's already down, and nobody is there other than her and him get, doing a sound check. So it, it was supposed to be tonight. Yeah. So maybe maybe it's in... No, it wouldn't even be wintertime, because 
So I don't know. I think we're overthinking this, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. It's a shitty movie that's also kind of awesome. Just move on. <laughs> Let's go. So I want you to watch. Carl's going to come out and be like, what are y'all doing here? Before you notice the fact that obviously they all look weird. And then he gets thrown through the wall. Or through the doors, rather. Watch which way he's facing when he gets thrown at the doors. Versus which way he's facing when he comes flying in through <laughs> the, other, the other side of the doors. Whoa! Beast man's got him. And back first, front first. What the fuck just happened? <laughs> hey, he was he hit him really hard. <laughs> so hard that his body just like somehow like more flips side yeah. Oh yeah, like Beast Man. Apparently his teeth were so big the dude couldn't close his mouth to the point that like he'd be drooling a shit ton and be like dripping oh. into the bottom of the mask and be like weighing it down and everything. Oh, that's gross. <laughs> that's really gross. <laughs> Oh no! Run away, Rachel! Or not Rachel, Monica. <laughs> all right. So why is her hair all of a sudden wet? I had, the, you know, I was I was watching that. I had the same thought. Diet Pepsi. Diet. Your favorite cola. Product drink. placement. That's actually the first product placement that I've noticed. I know. There's another one later on, which I have a, a weird complaint about. I've got it. Bring my sabers. Whoosh, 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 whoosh. She's mine. Oh shit. <laughs> I missed. Shit. Ah, yes. The Great Equalizer. Ammonia right in the face. (laughs) You missed. Yet. (laughs) You see, like, so I'm like, is he wearing pants? No, he's not. Blade is like, just letting it all hang out. And he's free. And Beastman is like a shitty Chewbacca. (laughs) Accurate. He's a... Look at me. Watch, watch how fast he runs when he hears help. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. It's a casual light jog. Don't worry. He-Man will be there for you. And you'll be there for him, too. Oh God. <laughs> Low-hanging fruit, bro. <laughs> More Friends references to come. Yeah! <laughs> Yeah, I cut fence. Oh, I I, I fucking lo- love a scene later on with Blade. It's super cheesy as shit. Like I'm gonna get to it. Just it's it's coming up real short. Dun, 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 dun. Who is this man without pants? <laughs> Why are you wearing tidy whities? Actually, I guess they're tidy. He's goldies. not even wearing nothing. <laughs> it's just a straight loincloth. She's not even questioning, like, bro, I'm just going to pick you up and walk you over here. Yeah, I was, I was like, that. I was like, that's fine until you picked her up. I'm like, that's weird. Uh, a little, uh, okay. I guess that costume was used in a later movie, too. A little reptile-looking dude. Reptile. Mortal Kombat! Do, 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 do. <laughs> Take this gun. You've never used I it. Don't know what, the world what is to this? It out. Is this a this right here? <laughs> this way. <laughs> He's a bear. This way. <laughs> Something about that always makes me laugh. This way. I'm gonna ham it up because it's the only time I'm on screen. But yeah, I'm like, why is your hair wet? Oh. 
They're, they're half stormtrooper, half Cylon. Look over here, robot. Burr. Yes, heroic music. Pew 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 pew. Die, robot sucker. Aha, <laughs> uh -huh, I'm over here. Watch Upper Beast Man. <laughs> Sucker. I'm curious how heavy that fucking sword is. That claymore he's throwing? So, here's it. He, he just said, I've waited a long time for this. I read that apparently... There was additional backstory that Blade, like, why he has that uh, left eye covered in a previous fight with He-Man. He-Man, like, is actually the one that, like, damaged his left eye. Huh. And that's why he wears that cover. And that's why he said, I be, uh, I've been waiting a long time for this. Interesting. But obviously that dialogue makes no fucking sense because right. that was not part of the movie. I'm going to cut you with my nails. Nope, I'm going to throw you into your buddy. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Retreat! Cowards. Get out of here. He has a straight up 80s fucking like crazy mullet that fucking gray skin. Oh, Karg? Yeah. <laughs> Are you okay? Did you get a. Did you take a shower? <laughs> You're safe. Do you understand? Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Not this time. <laughs> Yeah! Bring it! God, I was way off. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to go high-pitched and I screwed it up. Screwed up on Hendrix, dude. Oh, my God. Um, oh, what's that comedian from Police Academy? Have you seen him do Hendrix? Oh, Michael Winslow? Yeah. yeah. What is Club Zero? Listen. We're going to be better tonight. That school dance is supposed to be tonight. We'll be damned. Check this shit out. What's it do? Liar. <laughs> Charlie's a straight bullshitter. It's Japanese. Just do it. The one that's blinking? <laughs> what the hell? Directly from the score. I'm going to take this Captain Janeway, see what she thinks about it. <laughs> Is that why you're uh, dancing the entire time? <laughs> As he hears exactly what I uh, feared would happen. Like... So this movie didn't make much of the box office. Mm -mm. It's it's panned critically. But it's actually a pretty fun fucking flick. So we're just getting to the point where it's like, we're just watching it because it's a good movie. It's tough to stop, yeah. <laughs> it's tough to like just like pause yourself and like start doing commentary because I'm like, right. it's a good flick. It, it's tough to, yeah, I, I just watched this last night and I'm already like, yeah, I could watch this again. I, I literally <laughs> watched it like three hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> Fire and band, oh, Julie's in there, run. <laughs> 
If you didn't know, we prepared for this podcast by watching the films beforehand. And sometimes I watch the film the same day that we rewatch it to talk about it. Mm-hmm. This large and has lights on it. Shit, shit's crazy. I don't know why you're cheating on Chandler. <laughs> Talking about her boyfriend. That's the second <laughs> I'm going to keep bringing it up. Okay, let's be honest. Uh, Courtney Cox has done a number of things, including like the Scream movies and all this other shit. Mm-hmm. But what's she most well known for? Clearly this. Yes. <laughs> Not friends. Masters of the Universe. Yes. Hey, I'm just going to dig around in your shit. <laughs> what's really fun is we got like an hour left of this movie and I really have to pee. <laughs> you got a problem, man. You got You got some decisions to make. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just hold it, <laughs> hold it, hold it. Well, I mean, that, that's what happens when you drink a lot, plenty of liquor, and now Ooh. I can't drink this because there's no Pepsi. I didn't bring a dump some beer Pepsi. in it. It's it's empty. I actually oh, you, drink you, it. Yeah, all right, all right. Listen here, Strictly! Sla- listen here, slacker. <laughs> I saw him I was like hey Strickland <laughs> James Tolkien played the same character in every movie doesn't matter if he was a cop or a principal you're a slacker you're a slacker kid yeah I'm sure he's been in plenty of flicks but I cannot see that man and not think Back to the Future which is funny there's a Back to the Future reference coming up I don't know if you know about it give it a minute it's not too long away. Huh? I'm curious why he just jumped at like get in the car just for the fact that he was like, my girlfriend was here. Get in the car, bitch. You apparently did something wrong. I don't you know who you like are, a, but I'm just going to kidnap like you in my car. We're going to go for a ride. All right. In just a second, Wildor is going to show up in a car. Listen very closely to the sounds coming in. The audio that accompanies that car. What does that mean? Ah, yes. Does that sound familiar? I recognize that sound, yes. That is the same audio used in on the DeLorean when it's coming in. I'll be honest, I didn't notice that until I read about it. I was like, oh shit! Now I'm curious. Wildor's been away from them for, at the absolute most, two hours. Yep, and he's now built all this? time to somehow create this brand new technology he didn't bring anything from um where the hell are they from again eternia eternia uh he didn't bring anything with him from eternia and somehow was able to create this new technology to have this car run on neutrinos and tell me this like so apparently there is a backstory here that uh evil land was in love with skeletor and that's the reason she's doing all this stuff with him but they didn't, I think, do the right things to pay it off on. 
I am curious, like he's rubbing her shoulders and her face and she's on her knees in front of him. So I feel like something else happened right before the camera starts. Um, but besides that, apparently, like, yeah, they were supposed to be like portraying the fact that she's in love with him. Yes. And that's why she's doing all this for him. And that's why she eventually learns that he's not worth all the headache that he's causing uh, because he doesn't love her back. But I'm like, I did not pick that up at all without reading that backstory. Like, there was not enough in this movie to figure that out. It was obvious that they were very close. But um, the fact that she was in love with him and that's why she's yeah. doing this and he doesn't love her back and that's right. why she abandons him later. Apparently, uh, Mattel had uh, a guideline that any of the characters that they had pulled into this movie that was already uh, an action figure could not die in this movie. Because um, they didn't want any of the action figures to actually be characters that died. Right. But here's the fun part. This movie actually created some action figures too, right? Um, that did not exist prior. One of the action figures that was created was that lizard guy. What's happening? And he's gone. So none of the pre-existing action figures can die, but what the fuck just happened there? Well, he gone. (laughs) But I mean, like, none of these, I think, like, maybe Beast Man was, like, the only one that maybe existed prior before that, and all these others are just, like, randomly created. The only people that, you have Skeletor, you have uh, He-Man, you have Tila, and Man-at-Arms. Did anything else in this movie prior to this film coming out exist in the toy line? I don't recall. I'm not even sure if Evil Inn was a, a thing before that or not. I, I remember I had a Beast Man, like a little, little action yeah, figure like thing, because it like, had like fake Beast hair Man and shit existed, everywhere. But yeah. Go. <laughs> Go. Dun dun dun. Da 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 da. So, I've always thought that was weird. Like, so the strap that's on the key uh, has not been on the top part this whole time, and suddenly there's a strap there. Like, I'm curious. Like, and it didn't show it hanging down from the po- bottom part. So did he just randomly find a piece of, like, material and he just created a strap? Perhaps. Ah, yes. The the days where if you called a number and they didn't answer, they weren't actually home. <laughs> well, what threw me is, like, the fact that he lets them talk. Uh, Strickland lets him talk this long. I'm sorry, uh, Detective Ludic lets him, talk, lets him talk this long before he's like, who's on the line? Who is that? You're not acting suspicious at all. We'll be right there. Because I'll be there for you. That's three. Too late. Were you just talking to nobody? That is so weird to see a, a fridge shorter than him. Yeah. Because uh, that was... <laughs> I remember fridges being shorter than, like, they weren't that tall, but now fridges are all, like, all tall, and mm-hmm. I'm just like, that's weird. 
You push buttons and it does things. He's a rock god. <laughs> I don't think this is the thing, even though it makes noise when I push buttons. It's a synthesizer. Even though this is synthesizing music, I don't think it's a synthesizer. I don't know what it is. That's a weird shot. Pizza's backwards. Like Maybe you would it's think you'd like down. shoot it from the other direction. Yeah. I want some pizza. <laughs> a zip. A zip. <laughs> we didn't have a chance. It's a hell of a mullet, dude. So this super neat scanner thing, right? Just somehow like sees everything that happened several hours beforehand. Yeah, even though she can look down the alleyway and see the people shooting at them. It's like, uh, uh, fast forward it, bitch. You'll see when they showed up. Yeah, throw about 30 <laughs> seconds on there and you'll see it. You'll see when he said, this way. This way. <laughs> this always threw So what is that, two miles? <laughs> One mile? About two metrons. Whoa, what is No, this? two metron is 2,000 miles away. <laughs> the hell did they land? Seville, Spain? <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that, like, the microwave is going to interrupt it here in a second. Microwave radiation, dude. But then the fact that, like, like, she's like, you know, stop the disruption. He's like, all right. Poof, and he somehow a button on his yeah. thing blows up a microwave two, what was it, metrons away? Yeah. It's going to interfere with it. And even though it's in so, a Faraday cage. So, so, so you're saying that Strickland was playing with your instrument? Yes. Okay. The magnetron exploded. What are you doing? So they're going to track it from the air. Keep that in mind. They're going to track it from the air because I have an issue with that in a minute. So you're going to so, steal my shit. So so the microwave blowing up in your face has something to do with the vandal and arson at the high school? Yes. It's apparently. linked. So I he, mean, it he, is, he, but how gonna, would he know? This is like total plot stuff. Like, can he just straight up take that without any sort of, like, probable cause just because he happened to have it? This is the 80s, man. Cops can do whatever the fuck they want. They can do that now. <laughs> Yeah, because Charlie was there to yeah, know she found he, it in a flower bed. This guy's totally going to know who Charlie is. I know, that's another thing. Like, <laughs> go ask Charlie. Charlie who, Who's motherfucker? Who's Charlie? Or maybe they live in a very small town, and everybody knows that Charlie is Charlie's music shop. Perhaps. Yeah. Maybe. Fuck you. I think this was filmed in, like, what was it, Whittier, California, or something like that? No. Just going to fly across. All right, now here's my issue. Burger King product placement. Why the hell are you putting Burger King trash in a sink? That's not how cleaning works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how cleaning works. They're tracking it from the air. And now they have landed and broken into this place. And he's just yelling, get out of here at a monster instead of screaming like, what the fuck is 
this? I'm, I'm going to throw this dish rag at this thing. Because <laughs> that's how you defeat a monster coming in your house. Yes, it's but if they're one tracking you from the air, wouldn't they have already known that it left the house? Maybe. Or maybe that was his last known location. Leave him. Come on, how, how in the 80s can you not look at her and be like, she's hot? She was striking, dude. Mm-hmm. Very striking. Oh, now, that's now a... here's here's something. Watch that knife. Watch it. What that was get? very clearly a real knife, and they thought it was okay in a shot to have him shove it into a table right next to his fucking face. It was going to give him an earring. <laughs> All right, here's another robotic voice. Yeah, whatever you want. The director really liked that sound effect. But again, why are the robots, uh, the Foot Clan, <laughs> tearing or the stormtroopers tearing up this house? Because um, they should have already been known from the air that this is the key's no longer here. Maybe that was again because they used it in the house, so that was the last known location. They can't track it if it's not in use. But they're about to track it from the air when it's not being used in a second. I don't know, dude. Again, I think we're overthinking it. Story problems. I don't know. Mr. Strickland has it. He's going to take it to the high school and they're going to play the the, the under the sea dance. <laughs> <laughs> under the sea dance. <laughs> that is a very tri- striking chin, sir. There's knives. I'm covered in them. I've heard of a butt chin, but not a, a fang chin. Here's your pizza table. Look at my because claw when your parents hand. die, you keep a newspaper clipping of them dying right next to a Polaroid of the three of you. Uh, I can't judge that too harshly. People <laughs> Kevin's like, don't worry, I'll stay right here. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to hang out. It'll be fine. Dun, dun, dun. Everyone load. Let's go. There's a scene coming up here very quick. I want to. I want to. All right, point now I hate this scene. Like he flies away, and then it literally shows the car pulling up. That car would have seen the thing flying away. Yes, as close as they were. It absolutely would have. Um, Unless Wildor can't see past the freaking hood of the car. So, so they stop here, even though none of these people, like, I mean, maybe Jennifer told them where to go. I'm assuming so, but check this out. So they get out of the car, they run inside. Fan out moving, and they never leave the entrance. They never leave the room! <laughs> Fan out! Two, two feet from fine. the door. <laughs> they take two steps. Yeah, everything's good. <laughs> Fan out moving! <laughs> can, I, can I have a lock pick? Oh, what's this do? Does anyone have a juicy fruit? I could really go for a juicy fruit. Does, does anyone have any orange slices? <laughs> orange slices. No, she's not. She already left. She's gone. Oh, my fucking head. Now, here's the thing. That neck collar makes him tell the truth. 
Does he literally not remember anything from the from the moment the beast was trying to kill him to that second? Apparently not. Now, I've always hated that line in every single movie I've heard it in. Yeah. If you were suddenly surprised as to what's going on, would you really go, would somebody tell me what the hell is going on here? Maybe. Like, th- this is exposition for us, the audience. Uh, <laughs> native clothes! Look, I am fabulous! <laughs> Everybody is, laugh at the midget. This is a, this is a horrible situation. This poor, this poor person was just tortured. Let's laugh at him. Yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> Would somebody tell me what the hell's going on here? Look at me in my clothes! I'm fabulous. <laughs> Well, too late. You have. Did he? No, he didn't. He didn't actually say <laughs> he where just he was left. going. He just took it. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> yes, no. The fuck? Uh, the fuck? So, if you just put pink lights on the back of your car, it somehow doesn't use combustible fluids anymore? It runs on neutrinos. Yes, it's a nuclear bomb there, Chief. Boom. Hmm. So what was all the sparks for? Yep. That's a low rider. Was it ri- going 88? It's a low rider. <laughs> so the mountain comes to Muhammad. I don't understand that line. Is he a slacker? I feel bad because I'm sure he's been in a lot of things, but I cannot see that man and well, not see he, Mr. He Strickland. was typecast and went for it, dude. Like, like I said, he played the tough, no nonsense, like cop principal and everything he did in the eighties. What the hell is that thing? I love your glass. <laughs> he's six metrons away. Beep, 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 beep. Karate kick. <laughs> you were not a very good uh, cop if he just goes, ha! <laughs> She's just that awesome. 0.61 chromons. You chromons. Chromons. All these weird little measurements that they I say all the time. I think they're just making shit up on, as they go. That's my point. I'm like, change the dialogue to where you don't need a unit of measure. Like, like, oh, they're only, they're going to be here really soon. They're not that far away. I, I'm I'm assuming the the you know urgency in his voice tells me that they're right down the street. Yeah, because I'm like I get it. It's absolutely true. If they're from Eternia and not from Earth, their units of measure will be different. Right. But stop saying the units of measure every five fucking minutes. Just say they're going to be here soon and move on. <laughs> here's here's my question: Why do they speak English? Reasons. No, apparently, actually, funny. You, know, you actually mentioned that why they speak English. Uh, one of the elements of the script early on was that, um, I guess, at the end of the movie, Man-at-Arms comes upstairs in the castle of Grayskull with, like, a, a NASA flag that said some date or something on it. Ah. So, apparently, the Eternia, the original humans that populated Eternia are from Earth's future from some NASA mission. Wait, which they obviously threw out the door. And so they went back in time. Somehow. Okay. Reasons. I see why they threw it out. That doesn't make sense. Reasons, man. Come on. 
with Shut the bots, up. With the body snatchers. What does that mean? That doesn't mean anything. What is that movie with the old people that found the aliens that are like in the pool, like gestating? You mean Cocoon? Cocoon, there you go. They didn't find, they were the aliens. <laughs> you notice how the glass broke before they even popped through? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's sugar glass. Pew, 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 pew. As in every movie, the good guys have blue lasers, the bad guys have red lasers. It's half the battle. <laughs> Knowing is the other half. Because you have that pie chart yeah. that has 50% blue lasers, red lasers, 50% uh, knowing. knowing, what is it? Uh, so it, it 50, knowing is half. Knowing is half the battle, so yeah, and knowing. The, and the, and the, the other 25 is red lasers and blue lasers. <laughs> Sorry, a little G.I. Joe reference there. <laughs> Master Songmaker. Master Songmaker. I You're play in a, music a piano shop, bro. in my free time. Which that also felt like weirdly like pushed into the plot. Like, this grenade thing always bugged me. Like he just kind of lit it, and then just like I don't know where I'm throwing it. <laughs> like, what if it bounced off the ceiling and like right back in his lap? And, and why do all like bombs and everything and laser blasts just cause sparks? There's no actual fire explosion. It just sparks. Most times with grenades and that types of stuff, it's just a big poof of smoke and a shitload of shrapnel. Hmm. There's not actually like a fire. Watch out, the Cylons are coming. Brown. <laughs> it was a killer. It was a killer guitar solo. <laughs> uh no. I'm pretty sure World War Three would be a little more expansive, not just in a fucking music shop. Yes. Kevin. Kevin. Bam, bam. <laughs> what do you expect? Well, I'm going I'm to love this line here in a second. Is it? She's not like. Here it comes. <laughs> I get it. Man at Arms was actually a title, almost like General or something like that. Yeah, it was like General in the Armies or whatever. But her going, Woman at Arms. I'm like, "Mm." Is it just me or, like, maybe I'm I'm not trying to be critiquing, but, like, aiming a pistol like this does no good. No, yeah, you need to be able to see the sight You can't see what you're, she just went, do, do, do. I mean, it works for, like, Duck Hunt, I guess, but maybe for not like that. (laughs) You've never heard of shooting from the hip? That's down here. <laughs> this isn't much better. But she's woman at arms, though, so that's shooting from the gut. I don't know. <laughs> what was that? All right, her. Right there. That's the woman that I was talking about earlier that we had not seen yet. Uh... You said that was Chris Pine's mother, right? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Chris Pine's mom. I was looking at my notes, and I'm like, what was she again? <laughs> Rum's hitting you a little hard there, bro. Hey, man. I actually don't feel as bad as I did like 30 minutes ago. (laughs) (laughs) I know this is super important, but I'm going to go sneak out and look at this mirage of my dead mother. Who? Mom? What? Why are you wearing the same outfit from our photo from a year and a half ago when we went to the Grand Canyon? (laughs) 
<laughs> the photo I placed with the, the trauma, newspaper trauma clipping. is very powerful. I get that, but I don't know. Weird shit's going down here. But she doesn't even question it. She's like, Mom, you're on a secret mission from outer space? Okay, I'll bring you the key. We, we had to go. We couldn't say anything. But you worked as an accountant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're Dad wasn't... In... That has to do with the future. And we need that little machine that has all the lights. But mom, you were an accountant. You were an accountant and dad was a bus driver. <laughs> but somehow it works. I... That's excellent gun safety. Charlie! Dogpile! <laughs> Listen here, slacker. Kid, you slacker. Bang! I have to play on my right, synthesizer. So here's what, something I want to point out. He has all this serious work to do, right? Yes. He's in there trying to figure out how to get this key because he said earlier that the if I recall the notes had been scrambled, the the keys had changed. Yeah. Now how the keys just randomly moved around on their own? Fuck if I know. Um, but he was trying to figure out what keys went to what notes to be able to find their way home. Right. Hold on to that thought for a minute. My darling, 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 darling. Oh, God, her eye makeup. (laughs) No, my mom really is dead. She's not on a secret mission from outer space. (laughs) Something's a problem. Why are they all leaving? They left. Maybe we should, I don't know, follow them. No more pew-pews? Bring Gwildor, like, pick him up and carry him? Yes. Duck! They can't hit shit anyway, just stand there. Because they're stormtroopers! I'm telling you, this dude loved Star Wars. Run through the fire. Oh, shit. And Gwildor died because he can't jump over the fire. (laughs) What does that matter? Now, I'm going to obviously continue the Back to the Future references, but the gun he has up here is a shotgun. Mm-hmm. And later on when he has a shotgun and he's like pumping it and like shooting people, I immediately thought Back to the Future 2 when he's running out and he's like shooting at that car going by. He's like, slackers! <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's one shell wasted. Right, yeah, yeah he, he just pumped the, sh- the shotgun. Yeah. Let's keep that in mind. Holy shit. Alright, we're on the alternate 2015, or 1985 right now. <laughs> There's burning cars everywhere. I mean, yeah. come on. Dun, dun, now look, dun, dun, dun. Gwildor was spending all that time trying to figure out what the tones linked to because they had been scrambled. Now, Evelyn has the, the key. Maybe she was just and press, done. Pre- maybe she was just pressing random shit. She, she just called Skeletor because he's going to come now. She well, doesn't need you know no like, an hour to figure it out like Gildor does. No, like he was trying to figure out. It's coming in. See? No, done. No, see that's the thing though. Like she, 
he was trying to figure out the tones to get back to Eternia, right? All she had to do was just press some shit because they were monitoring, looking for those buttons. But he, he said to send me the signal. To me, that's different than just pressing random shit. He's sending her a signal. How does he know that she now has it and is pressing the keys versus anyone else? How did she know all the buttons in the right place and Gwildor didn't? I don't know. Also, drugs. Why is drugs backwards? Did you see that? No, I didn't. That's fine. There's there's one like section of this thing where like apparently they accidentally reversed oh. the, the film footage. And instead of saying drugs, it says Gerds. Gerds. <laughs> Now, here comes the Emperor. Sorry, Skeletor. Because he's on his throne. He's got that little ring thing behind him, which in the movie is almost the exact same shape as the fucking window going out to what's outside. Yeah. From the Death Star. There's a lot of clear Star Wars references here. Oh, look, it's a dick riding a dick. functioning Death Star. Yeah, the stormtroopers, his little throne thing down there, and uh, we'll discuss it later on too. There's another reference where I'm like, "That's fucking Star Wars." He demands a report. Look at this blue light on my heavily makeuped face. She is getting a a, a tanning bed. Oh right yeah, 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 yeah. Is he man there? No. Fuck off. Shit. <laughs> we. All right. So I have an issue with those floating things too. But I'll get those in a second. There is a blooper coming up. This is probably one of the most well documented bloopers in all of Masters of the Universe. But we'll discuss it in a second. Boom. What? I was like, he just explodes. There's like no blood, no nothing, because obviously it's a robot. But I'm like, there's a lot of like shrapnel just poof, gone. Mm-hmm. Just straight exploded. He hit the power source. Now, first off, this like door falls on him, which I was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And boom! <laughs> now watch his sword and everything, and cape and everything falls off here in a second. Watch him run in there. He just oh lost yeah, it. <laughs> it just straight fell off. <laughs> and now you're gonna see it's right back on his back again. That's the beauty of, of cinema. Pew! Pew! Now, he shoots him through the window, which, to me, like would have exploded the window, but he now has to bust the window out. I'm like, yeah, but he, the, the, the guy didn't explode either. Yeah, he just fell off this time. Wee. Lean with it. Rock with it. What are we gonna drop? I can it? surf. What's up, bro? H and R block. So an issue I have with these little gliders um, is the fact that in a second he's gonna go upside down, and his hair doesn't go upside like it doesn't fall up to the top of his head like he's upside down it's that fantastic and there's an argument burn. that like well it's an anti-grav and the gravity's pushing down toward that's why his hair didn't go upside down and i'm like well then why when he's he when he's flying is his hair fluttering in the wind because it shouldn't do that because of the gravity right again i think we're overthinking it 
dun, 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 dun. <laughs> We're just going to slowly march down the street. And no one's going to say anything. He's doing his squats. Now I'm curious, is like, did everyone get together and decide that red lasers mean bad guys and blue lasers mean good guys? It Even was, in lightsabers, blue lightsabers versus red lightsabers. It was it was like, a 70s, 80s that. thing, yeah. Do what? It was a 70s, 80s thing, I guess. Wee. And upside down. His hair's not upside down. Ah, I'm gonna slice you up, mother... Yeah! And he just blew up by hitting me with a sword. The claymore explodes. So there, there, there's really no, like consistency with I blast you with a blaster and you explode I blast you with a blaster and you just go ah and fall off the glider I hit you with a sword and you explode plot centaurian okay I guess be really quiet don't let the good guys know we're coming up behind them <laughs> hey, hey, hey no 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 don't don't say anything we want to do a really good surprise all right, are you ready? All right, here we go. And now. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> and see, and, and now he's got a little fucking force field just like the emperor did. My bad. Sorry. Okay, I guess. Throw down your weapons! What about the sword? But you're a man at arms. Shouldn't you have like 50 more weapons to throw down? And a sword on his back. Speaking of swords on the back, I've had that issue this whole movie. Like, So, the sword carrying on the back, when you pull it out, whoosh, you know, it's out, right? Mm-hmm. Now, do you have to go to be like, hey, bro, can you put this on my back again? Because there's no way you can be like, get it I, back I in guess, the hole. I guess if you, like, you can grab the scabbard and then hold it off to the side. No, and then... no, 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 no. Look at He-Man's. His has a little thing at the top that the sword goes through and a little thing at the bottom the tip sets in. But there's no scabbard between the two. Then I don't know. <laughs> We're not going anywhere. Man, there's so many of you. Yes. He's tailgating. We're going to have a barbecue. That's rude. You just pick up a, a dwarf and carry him. <laughs> <laughs> That's offensive. All right, now here comes the emperor again. Ready? Oh, shit. He's like, oh, shit, there's a bunch of people. And force blast. Oh. But it's purple. More force blast. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 oh, this is funny. Well, so while they're battling, uh, you're going to see a bunch of guys grab him from all sides and a guy run up to his front to try to get him and he fucking trips over another guy and falls on He-Man. <laughs> this, this is the heroic, like, I don't, I'm going to fight. And they're like, oh shit, maybe we should fight too. Oh, okay, sorry. My bad. All right, it's coming up here in a second. Ready? Uh, it's going to show a front view of He-Man. Here he goes. Whoops! <laughs> <laughs> and then Skeletor is like, yes. <laughs> I was just watching that. I was like, that dude just tripped over him. 
me think about this for a minute. Tasteless. That's rude. You just got here, dude. You don't even know. Yeah. You've been here for like maybe 15 minutes, and all you saw was this backwater small town like mall strip. <laughs> There's some good shit in this world, man. Mm-hmm. That's fried chicken and ribs. It's barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, Skeletor, you'd lighten up if you had some good barbecue. <laughs> That's why he's so like... Megal- <laughs> Megalomaniacal. He's just hungry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he, he, he's skeleton thin because he's not had a good meal in a while. <laughs> really now? He's bound by his word. Like, he can't be like, you know what? I changed my mind. Hmm. All right, slowly drop. Let's not get home quickly. Let's take our time. Got to got to amp it up for, you know, dramatic effect. Oh no. The tones. The tones, Kevin, the tones. Oh, hell, I should remember the tones. Foreshadowing. So is is music not a thing in Eternia? No, it is. He said a master songmaker. But I mean, but I'm saying like, he seems so just blown away that somebody could remember these tones after hearing it three times. Some people may not, at least Gwildor may not be musically inclined. He sings off key. (laughs) He sings in the shower, that bastard. <laughs> oh my god. Will they're in the shower? <laughs> yes. That was probably really loud. A little bit. <laughs> Telling you I'm not losing my damn I'm mind. High. Whatever, guys, let's go. We're gonna catch Marty. I mean Kevin. <laughs> they're both five letter names. <laughs> Where did he get this rag? That, that was a rattlesnake bite. There's so much pus. Oh, that's so gross. She's going to go star in Friends and make a lot of money. Oh my God, Jeff, that's five. (laughs) (laughs) Am I wrong? Five Friends references. (laughs) I'm not done, dude. I told you. I've got another one. I'm waiting oh, until, until a certain scene. Jesus. <laughs> Let it go. <laughs> See how his mouth barely moves? The tones. We need a master music maker. Back to the Star Wars. Tell me that's not Yoda. It's probably the same out in the same costume. Just with some added hair. <laughs> the tones you need, you see. <laughs> <laughs> the tones you see are in this machine. <laughs> the tones. <laughs> a master music maker needed. 
guess I could steal a keyboard from Charlie's that's now on fire. There was no explosion. It's literally just like, cut and footage without the thing there. Mm-hmm. Alright, now here's the thing. Is he's, he literally just said, that's it, that's it. He's so bad at music that he can recognize somebody saying the right tones but couldn't have created the fucking tones himself. Maybe he didn't remember them. But he literally just said, that's it. That's it. I don't know, Jeff. I don't know. Again, there are so many issues with this movie, but it's still fucking awesome. It's, it's great, dude. <laughs> just, wait till, just wait till Skeletor's monologue later. That that takes it to a whole other level. Yeah, I mean, come on. Frank uh, Langella, like... Yeah. But hey, there was a great high school band that played this song called The Power of Love. Oh, God. <laughs> Did it start with Huey? Did that start with Huey? Oh, jeez. And half a chromon! I don't see that actor and see a warrior. I see a, like, frazzled dad. I see my dad. <laughs> All right, now here's the issues I have. Here it comes. I have this on my shoulder. I have this in my pocket. I have all of this. And so I need this. And she's like, I've got this right here. And that thing she grabbed on her shoulder was the same thing they synchronized their quote-unquote watches earlier to keep their locations in sync. The doo-doo-doo. But it somehow has something to do with music, too. The doo doo doo. The dude abides. That's what it's called. The doo doo doos. The doos? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, I think it just showed him a minute ago. Um, so there was a. Mattel ran a uh, contest for like He Man fans to be part of this movie. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. And they announced the winner like when filming was almost done. <laughs> Oh man! So he showed up in the last ten minutes or and whatever. The the winner's uh, name it's uh, Peter something. Peter uh, Griffin. No, sorry, not Peter. Sorry, I was way off. Uh, Richard Zbonder, <laughs> and he plays a character called Pig Boy. Oh, the dude! Yeah. So he he's going to be in a scene in a little bit. Just yeah, uh, yeah. handing the spear uh, to Skeletor. And, like, that's all he gets to do. But the funny thing is, uh, at the PowerCon panel in 2012, Richard stated that the night after he filmed his cameo in this film, uh, his face was burning, and he was in agony from the removal of the mask. Because it was glued to his face, and they had to rip it off. And he was in, like, just tons of pain. But I thought this point was, like, the filming was almost over, so they had no, like, dialogue for him to be able to do so he's in this film for about that long uh and he's Here's credited as, got as it, Daddy. pig boy but he's in the credits hey 
Blade's just like, I got your sword, Daddy. <laughs> Here you go. And now that it's locked up, shouldn't he transform back to Prince What's-His-Butt? I don't know. You're locked up. There's another blooper in this film. We may have already missed it. The, um... Like shackles that are on his arms. There's one scene where it's like missing from one of his arms. <laughs> but while we were talking, we may have just missed it. That's fine. <laughs> yes, you will. Man, anytime he's on screen, it's hard to it's remember captivating, to keep talking. It's captivating, isn't like, it? Like this dude can act. <laughs> Even in this like shitty awesome movie, it's captivating. Okay, now watch. He's also going to like react. Yeah, he moves before, before the thing gets there. Hit. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Ow! Uh, but nothing hit him. Yeah. <laughs> the CGI team fucked up. Well, again, 1987. Cut him a break. <laughs> hey, that's the dude in the pink. <laughs> Pink Cadillac driving down the street. (laughs) You know what he's driving. I got this thing. I stole it from Charlie's. This place is totally on fire. (laughs) Check out this Casio, bro. Now watch this. When you run your fingers across keys. Um, isn't it the wrong way? Wait. So much shit has been backward in this movie. Like, down would be right to left. Oh, I, I, guess. I don't know, I don't play piano. That might have been the right way. Yeah, it's, it's right to left. Because the high stuff's on the right and the low stuff's on the left. Yeah, you will, because later on she marries Chandler. <laughs> I'm not going to drop the Friends references, because there's a Friends reference later on that's actually part of the movie. Uh, there is, yes, but we're at five, and we're not at that point yet. <laughs> but i got to keep that in the back of people's minds. Why is he seeming like he's feeling bad about He-Man getting hit? Maybe he's not feeling bad, but it's just it's like so intense or something. It was clearly bothering him. Yeah. Which made no sense. Dying. Dying. Proud warrior. This this is this is it right here. So good. 
<laughs> I know, right? This is just part one. It gets better on the next go around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're hanging out. We better stop them. <laughs> How dare they enjoy they're, themselves? They're making music, man. What are they doing? I don't know. They're looking at rock and roll. Oh, shit. We're back to it again. Every time Skeletor's talking, you just shut up and listen. It's tough, man. My God. uh, That dude can act. Right here. He said the thing. (laughs) You got old. She's had her life force drained. It's all that sun energy, just like uh, (laughs) Superman 4. So good, it man. Goes through me. <laughs> I'm curious if this would have like played off as well if he actually looked with the same like outfit he wore in the He-Man cartoon. Yeah. Without the cape and hood and all that stuff. Kneel before so- Wait a minute. He's Skelegod. God. (laughs) He's like, oh, wow. I need sunglasses. See, everyone else is like feeling like they're blinded by it. And Evelyn is just staring at it like what? Yeah. Nice nose piece. No. Neil. <laughs> so good, man. <laughs> it's, it is. It's it's very good. All right, he set the power. It's time for our concert. We're stealing stealing electricity. Doom, 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 doom. He, he just That's waits two. It's shell. That's he two shells. Shell. <laughs> I'm sorry. The, the, those keys you're pressing with your fingers don't match the music. Doesn't matter. I never liked this part where he says, where are they? The way it plays right after they vanish into the portal or whatever to appear here it's like saying that line there almost makes it feel like he knows they're coming no it's it's, it's, it's a weird like place to put that line like i don't like that line 
I, I, it was a setup. Like he knew he left them on Earth with no I know, reasonable but I'm like, way he, to get he back. He doesn't know they're coming, but the way right. that line plays, they are. They do know he's coming. <laughs> There's a brick wall, a half a car. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh, you see the little stands holding up the car? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. Let's do this. All right, time for some pew pews. Pew 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 pew. <laughs> I love that. I lied. I lied. And he just rips it out. So, could he have just escaped at any time? Apparently, well, he needed he needed the elect the the sun electricity to fry the first chain. But the second chain, he just pulled out on his own, wrapped it around a robot's head, and then ripped it off his arm. I, I don't know. So to me, I'm like. Cock it again. Yeah, that's Another three wasted shells shell, wasted. Even though nothing came out. Those only those only held like seven or eight shells, right? <laughs> he wasted half of them just for that little sound. Here, here. Just blow off an EMP. They'd all be dead. They're I want all robots. Alive. Let's go stand and over see this here. thing like. Right here is where she abandons him, and all the forces disappear with him, Evil In, which makes it seem like all these soldiers and everything actually follow Evil In, and she was like loaning him out to Skeletor because she was in love with him and found out Skeletor doesn't love her back, and she's mm-hmm. like, fuck it, let's go. And suddenly all the soldiers just leave with him. Maybe. So I'm like, there's a lot of is like, Evil In really the the mastermind like leader general? Yeah, there's a lot of context here that we're missing. Oh, yeah, I hate this other scene coming up, too. So he stands behind this big statue, right? And his first instinct, uh, after it's been blasted a couple times, to knock it over is to put his hands above his head, reaching behind his back. Mm-hmm. And he's like, wait, this won't work. And turns around and goes, ah, ah, and then like starts to like push it the, the he's correct He's trying to way. be like super strong, man. All right, here he goes. All right, nope, let's put the gun down. I'm going to push it backwards. Oh, yeah, this isn't working. That was a stupid decision. Okay, now push. And now watch this big, heavy stone bounce. <laughs> hey, man, stuff like that, shit, that can bounce. I can, I can see it. No. Yeah, I can no, see it. No. You, know, you never threw a big rock off of a, a like an overpass on something? Sometimes shit bounces. Something that weighs several tons? No. Now, if it if it broke into several pieces and they rolled and kind of bounced a long way, the little boom, boom. Oh, electricity! Rawr. Oh, electricity! Rawr. Wait for it! All right, Wait everyone, shut it. up. Yes. Now, while it's awesome to hear that, what power do you have? What does that sword actually bring you? The power because you didn't change back into Prince What's His Butt. You were still strong enough to knock over a statue with your arms. Now, here's the fun part. They ran out of money and stopped filming. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, until, like, the director was, like, I think pulled some money out of his own ass. And they're just like, we gotta finish filming the fucking movie. And so, right here, it goes dark because they, like, they didn't have any money for lighting. The only people on set were, like, them two, the director, and maybe a handful of other people. And they just 
this was filmed weeks later after film was just shut down because they ran out of film or ran out of money. And we're like, okay, fine. Here's a little bit extra cash. Just get this fucking thing done. Mm -hmm. And that this was filmed. This is kind of a neat, like, um, what's the word? Contrast to the rest of the movie where it's just these two with like backlighting and shadows and stuff that it's, it's kind of a neat, neat, uh, neat contrast. Yeah. I didn't end up seeing the pig man. I was looking away uh, when it happened, but the, he was the, in there. Yeah, the the pig boy. And see, like he shattered his staff, and now all of a sudden he loses the the powers. Yeah, which I'm like, okay, well, P man didn't lose his powers when he didn't have his sword. And here's the fun part: they're going to continue fighting. Skeletor's hood is going to fall off, and it's going to switch to another uh, shot, and his hood's back on his head. <laughs> Oh no, I'm gonna lose the sword. Catch it, because apparently that has reasons for being there. Off his head. Back on. And back on his head. Well, it doesn't and matter, because now. Here's now exactly a... how the Emperor died. Yeah, straight out of Star Wars. Minus the lightning bolts that shock him halfway down. Mm hmm. And where's his staff? He, or is it not his staff? His sword. He had a sword with him. He it, fell over with a sword on the and ground. just vanished. Yay. But this is the part, like, that's the part that threw me, like, something about the eye opening gave Skeletor his Skelegod powers through his staff. Once the staff was destroyed, he lost his powers. But He-Man's like, I have the power! What power? Because you lost your sword, you didn't lose any of your power, you're still apparently a godlike strength. And he, He-Man just went to the hairdresser, looked at that poofed it's mohawk poof, man or not mohawk but uh... and strickland i mean um lubick <laughs> is now like hero of the people or something and who is that person is that like or is she assigned to him or did they just meet did they he assigned meet her? to him like, or did he meet her in the last like two days he's just female for being there her right there her name is what uh christina pickles she pays plays a sorceress courtney cox plays julie winston uh, and later on in Friends, the sorceress actress went on to play Monica's mother, which was played by Courtney Cox. Hmm. So the mother was played by Courtney Cox? Courtney Cox was Monica. Right. Monica's mother in Friends was the sorceress. Okay. Christina Pickles. Yeah. Got it. That's why I kept going with the Friends references, because I'm like, it's going to pay off in the end. <laughs> the sorceress is her mom. Good journey. Good journey. <laughs> Good journey. Hi, Goldar. I, I could not just run friends into the ground with this film, not knowing that they came to play the same people later on. This is all about friends, Star Wars, and Star Trek. Yes. Goldar, get them the hell out of here. I'm all tired right. of looking at them. Now, this Gwildor annoys the living out. shit out of me. The rules for the door, or for the key, were set up at the beginning that it could take you to any place anywhere in the universe yes now suddenly at the end it apparently can also travel through time hence all to the back to the future references i've been making right but that was not part of the rules set along in the beginning of the film maybe he had more time to study it in the last three days since all, all of this stuff happened but then like sending monica back i'm sorry julie back in time <laughs> through, <laughs> through the portal 
at the last second, she's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, send me back farther to, you know, save my parents. Which she's going to say here in just a second. Um, but that's what he already did. How did he know to send her back, like, however much earlier in time in order to save her parents from going on that trip and crashing the plane? Wouldn't there be two of them at that point, then? Not necessarily if the time travel works in this to where, like, she embodies her previous body. In which case, it's not time travel, or or it's not, it doesn't follow the same rules, because then there's still two of them at different times. Yes, but how would Gwildor have known to send her back in time? She never told him about this. Maybe he screwed up. But here's the bigger plot issue. Mr. Strickland, sorry, Detective Ludic, stayed on Eternia. She just went back in time. Ludic would still exist on yes. Earth during this time. So did going back in time erase the fact that Ludic is ever going to be on Eternia? Because if going back in time during this, she theoretically, is she going to relive the exact same shit she should just went through? But now with, she's older. But her parents are still alive? Yes. Um... This whole plot twist this, is, this is fucked this up. This is why time travel shit very rarely works in movies. Because yeah. anytime you give any modicum of thought to it, it all falls apart. Yeah. This one is like is royally messed up. Give those keys back. I'm there's go there's no reason that she should have gone back in time and saved her parents, in my opinion, for this flick. But even the fact that they did ruins the timeline. Because like... Okay, so, assuming her parents died a week ago. In a week, does she have to relive the exact same event she just went through? Them two knowing what's going to happen, but nobody else knowing what's going to happen. But now, with the monster, like, uh, Evil Inn and Beast Man, they come into her house, her parents going to be home, and them somehow be brought into it. Like, it just falls apart! That's what I'm saying. Like, anytime you give it any sort of modicum of thought, any, any like, the slightest little bit, it all falls apart. There's no point. It's very it's very difficult to do time travel movies and that type of stuff. Back to the Future pulled it off. It did, but it, there was a lot of thought and shit that went into it first. <laughs> yeah, like this was just like, oh, let's let's have her go back and like fix her parents. Oh wait, shit! All these problems. When okay, um, just ignore it. Move on. Move along. Move yeah. on. No, don't don't pay any attention to it. <laughs> so here's the fun part. Um, so while this movie was being filmed, apparently they were like, let's do a Master of the Universe 2. And they they approached Dolph Lundgren, and he was like, fuck no. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the fun part is, so they they were deciding, they're like, okay, fine, we'll move on with a, a Master of the Universe 2 without him. Um, and the sequel was actually written and cast. Obviously, it was never filmed because canon went bankrupt. But it was going to be on Earth again, and apparently He-Man was going to be posing as a quarterback. For reasons, it, and She-Ra was going to be part of the. It's the not sequel. the worst thing I've ever heard. Um, there was a, a sequel written by uh, Nick Nick uh, Nick Cave for uh, the movie Gladiator mm-hmm. with Russell Crowe, where Maximus, the lead character, was going to be a, an immortal general, and it would follow him throughout like history, where he would be like fighting in. You know, the Tunisian Wars and Vietnam up to World War Two, and, like, you know, all kinds of weird shit. Okay. Yeah, it's it's it made no sense at all. Hmm. Um, yeah, that's strange. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but, like, you, you were talking about, like, it, it, you know, just random shit like that. 
a lot of times with with some people, if if they're contracted to write a movie, they'll they'll write the weirdest shit possible. So that way, they don't actually like. There's no chance of them actually having to participate in it. Hmm. Well, see, the other things that bothered me about this movie, and I get why they it, a lot of the issues with this movie revolved around budget. Yeah, uh, they didn't have enough mo- money, so Canon like was making like lower budget B movies and making a decent living at it, and suddenly it was like, let's make some big movies and tried to make a bunch all at once. And to your point, like had all these movies and they were stretched way too thin. Yeah, yeah, and the obviously Masters of the Universe and I mean, Superman uh, Four did not this, have a return along this line. Like they were doing uh, like with Masters of the Universe here, they were also doing like the American Ninja movie series. Oh, really? And another and weird, you know, super low budget stuff like that. Um, so the idea was you throw out a bunch of stuff, super cheap. See what sticks. And see what hits, and then you make everything back. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yeah. No, it obviously didn't work for them. American Ninja, man, it's super cheesy, but it's fun. <laughs> Same, same with same, same kind of deal with this. Yeah. Well, apparently the the, the director for the sequel was making uh, in the process of making Master of the, Masters of the Universe two and some Spider Man movie, uh, which obviously neither of them came to you know being right. a thing. But to me, I'm like, there's too many movies that take some IP, uh, whether it's from a toy line, cartoon, books, uh, whatever. Uh, games, etc. Mm-hmm. And uh, honestly, I wish I had done some research ahead of time because I know this happens a lot, but no other instances are popping in my head. But instead of having it take place in whatever world they should be in, they always, for some reason, have them come to Earth. And they're on Earth. And it's always a budgetary thing because it's a lot easier to pay the money to film on some street that already exists rather than go build some set. Build right? something, yeah. Yeah. But I'm like, to me like that's always the issue with these movies is like you find some reason to bring them to earth and when you have to bring them to earth you have to completely change what the backstories are of everything and the storyline and how these things all link together and it just makes it a bunch of garbage yeah um, it, it, and this it's, is it's another one cheap. of them where in the sequel they were planning on doing the same thing but hey skeletor is not dead let's watch this real quick And he wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just like Star Wars, the Emperor didn't actually die die. when he fell down the pit. Uh, (laughs) No, apparently, like, that was, like, the last shot they did. They just had this other thing, like, let's do this thing where, you know, you're actually not dead. And so, like, after all the filming was done, they walked Frank, like, out to this, like, bubbling red water pit thing they had created. He walked out there in full costume, and they just said, like, dunk underwater, pop back up, say, I'll be back. That's okay, it. cool. And they're like, cut! And that was the last thing they shot. Hmm. Interesting. It's it's disappointing. They never continued with, with him, because, fantastic. Yes. No, I totally agree. Um, I mean... I'm honestly looking forward to see, like, they, what was it? I don't know if John Woo's still doing it for a while. It was John Woo. But there's supposed to be some other Masters of the Universe movie. They've been talking about trying to do for a like reboot a for a long... Like, yeah. there was... It was supposed to come out in 2019, and then, like, um, Sony was involved somewhere. Mm-hmm. They their, their options expired. Somebody else threw in. They didn't do anything with it. It's just been kind of stagnating. No one's done anything with it. Yeah, no, I... I hope somebody eventually does because I'd love to see what they can do with 
this you know ip with modern you know computer graphics and maybe a, a little more uh focusing on the budget to be, get a better story and not right. cutting corners um because i i would wonder if this would be kind of almost like a, a revamp of masters of the of the universe being like a huge property because to me it's not really been a big property since the late 80s um like there was a uh, a recent redo, like a continuation of the cartoon that actually Kevin Smith did, uh, Masters of the Universe Revelation, I think it was. It was on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, on Netflix. I watched that, and I actually greatly enjoyed it. I, um, it it, it took, picked up where the cartoon left off and took a story and continued on, and you actually got to see Skeletor, you know, get, you know, the power and become Skelegod and all this kind of stuff. Right. Um, and I think there's a, another, like, a sequel series coming soon, too. Um, that I will definitely be watching, but I know I just I would love to see this in live action again, and not them continuously being like, "Oh, we're bringing this." I promise at some point, uh, but actually see what we can get uh, and see how it holds up as a film as compared to this one that was back then that was considered campy and garbage. But as you and I agree, yeah, it's if, actually if, a lot better than if, what people if, give if it credit get for. It, if you get it in with a respectable writer director and Actors, Christopher Nolan, know. let's do Masters of the Universe. No. <laughs> I don't think he wants anything to do with that. Um, no, like, I mean, even still, like, it's super campy, but you get the right guys in the right positions. Mm-hmm. Magic can happen, like we've seen with Frank Langella here. Um, it, it would be, they've tried for many years to get something off the ground, and nothing ever materializes. Yeah. Can it? Maybe. Will it? Uh, I don't know. Probably not. Yeah, I, I mean... I, I'm I'm hoping it does, because uh, I I would definitely watch it. Uh, I don't know whether I watched it in theaters would completely depend <laughs> on uh, what I'm seeing in the trailers. But regardless, I would definitely at least see it, whether it's in theaters or at uh, home when it comes out. Right. But to me, I'm like I feel there's still an audience for it because I mean they have PowerCon and everything that people that still watch Masters of the Universe. Uh, they have a reimagining of the cartoons. They had a new He-Man and Masters of the Universe cartoon that come out on Netflix too. In addition to the one Kevin Smith did, the Revelation series. Um, and then, like, apparently you had never noticed about it until I sent you a meme on it recently. But that commercial they did with He-Man oh, and Skeletor. Oh, the dancing thing, that yeah. That was a, a recreation of, um, oh God, what's that, that movie? Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing, yeah. the, the last scene. I was He-Man like, what is this nonsense? <laughs> I, I sent him a meme replying to something that just showed He-Man and Skeletor, and he's like, "What the hell is this?" And I was like, "You've never seen this, Edison?" No, it was, link, it was like I'll, some I'll weird grocery store thing. And it just, just like, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> what is this nonsense? <laughs> I don't know if I approve of this. This, this doesn't. I do not enjoy. <laughs> yeah, I, I loved that commercial. Um, but yeah, to that point, I'll, I'll make sure I include a, a link to that in the description and everything because it's, it's a fantastic commercial. Um, but no, in the end, like I, I actually really like this film, even though it's also very worthy of making fun of. It's absolutely, it's like, I, like I said, when we first started, it's campy as hell, but it, it's, if you just kind of like shut off and just get sucked into it, I mean, especially with, with Frank's performance, it's man, it's, it's awesome. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> oh my God. Well, um, if you all like watching some of these movies with us and, you know, kind of following along the film and chatting with us. 
uh, obviously let us know in the comments so we we know what you're if you're enjoying this and hey even give us options of films that you yeah, want th- to throw see. something out there we will i mean we'll we'll look into everything exactly yeah if, if there's a film you want to watch with us just throw in the comments and uh, we'll look into it uh we have uh some movies in mind we got a couple to- yeah, to do continuing on. Some better, some worse. Just hey, there's here's some variety. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if there's some you'd want to listen, uh, watch with us. By all means, let us know. But uh, until then, I'm Jeffrey. I'm Anthony. Catch you at the movies later. <laughs>